News, Business News, International, Sports and Entertainment News. Radio on GTR. Good morning and welcome to the Daybreak News here on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up this morning, Sam George defends Omani Buwame's appointment as Director of Elections. Netco to commence phase three of revenue recovery efforts to reclaim outstanding debts. Don't blame parliament for your voter suppression efforts, Agboza tells EC. And in other stories, Rhodes Ministry moves to fix collapsed Dolly Bridge. This business, sports and showbiz, is coming in this morning's bulletin. The news will be read by Awintemi Akansukum now. The details. Sam George, the member of parliament for Ningo Pram Pram, has called on the National Democratic Congress's Council of Elders to dismiss a petition against the appointment of Dr. Edward Omanebuama as a director of elections and ICT. In a statement dated September 18, Sam George described the former Minister of Communications as the most qualified person within the party to be in charge of the elections in the run-up to the 2024 general elections. Some judges' comments come after a concerned supporter and social activist of the NDC, the Lanyon Agbe, raised concerns about Dr. Omanibuame's appointment. In a petition to the leadership of the party, Agbe argued that Dr. Omanibuama lacks the expertise necessary to execute his duties effectively. However, Sam George dismissed Agbe's concerns, arguing that he is simply trying to sow discord within the party. Now, the Northern Electricity Distribution Company is set to begin the phase three of its revenue mobilization exercise to recover monies owed by customers in its operational areas. The exercise, which will cover all categories of customers in areas, including state-owned enterprises, ministries, departments and agencies, as well as metropolitan, municipal and district assemblies, is effective October 2, 2023. A release issued and signed by the corporate communications manager, Maxwell Kotoka, said that special security arrangements will be put in place, urging all parties to cooperate with them during the exercise to help serve them better. He noted that Netco's offices will be closed to allow for the mobilization exercise, except for very demanding units that will be at post to serve customers. Mr. Kokutoka urged customers to immediately settle all arrears to avoid being disconnected and a possible lawsuit. Customers in arrears are entreated to pay their bills immediately to avoid discorrection, embarrassment, and payment of reconnection fees. Customers who sign payment agreements with Netco under Phase 1 of the exercise, including those who did before or after then, should ensure that all installments that are falling due are settled by October 2, 2023, Netco said in its statement. Now, the minority chief with governance Kwame Agbosa has strongly criticized the Electoral Commission and its chair, Mrs. Jean Edukwe Mensah. In a scathing response to the recent press conference held by the EC chair, 
Agboza refuted attempts to use parliament as justification for what he perceives as an unjust strategy by the commission to suppress first-time voters. The minority chief will vehemently challenge the validity of the claims of the EC that the commission did not have a budget to decentralize the registration process to the electoral area level, asserting that parliament's approval of the EC's budget for 2023 did not entail any reductions. The budget figure presented by Agboza paints a stark picture. Indeed, both Appendix 4A, MDA expenditure allocation of the 2023 budget statement and the third schedule of the Appropriation Act 2022 Act 1090, as well as the EC's own program-based budget estimate contained in its MTEF, puts the EC's total budget for 2023 at 386,047,606 Ghana cities. Out of this figure, the EC budgeted a rounded figure of 56,059,846 cities for registration of voters in 2023. The voter registration exercise in the EC's district offices across the country has drawn widespread criticisms from political parties and civil society organizations who are of the view that the EC has not justified the reason for limiting the exercise to its district offices. In other stories, the Ministry of Roads and Highways have moved into as a matter of urgency fix the collapsed Dolly Bridge that has cut off road transport from Bole in the Savannah region to Wa, the Upper West Regional Capital. In the meantime, a Bailey uh, Bridge is to be constructed as a stopgap measure to open up traffic for pedestrians or as the ministry takes efforts to fix the collapsed bridges and roads as soon as possible. The sector minister, Kwesi Amwakwanta, who announced this after he led a government delegation to assess the extent of damage, described the incident as a major disaster that had occurred. He said the immediate but temporary move was a diversionary pathway to make the road, which was the main route connecting the Upper West region to the South Passable. While permanently fixing the collapse bridge in the coming weeks, he indicated that additional culverts would be constructed to hold future floodwaters. Also, the dam by the side of the road which broke its bank would be fixed to prevent any reoccurrence. The bridge was constructed around 1987. What, however, occasioned the washout was a nearby dam which broke its bank and we are going to fix all as soon as possible he noted now in business ahead of the announcement of a new policy rate mandate financial actors are anticipating a stay in the figure this they believe will further bolster the disinflation trajectory of the economy it comes as the monetary policy committee mpc of the central bank has initiated its routine meeting to assess the state of the economy the committee, at its last meeting in July 2023, increased the policy rate by 50 basis points to 30%.
GCB Capital suggested that given the easing of inflation to 40.1%, it is expected that the policy rate would be maintained till end of year. The marginal decline in the inflation rate is the first time in three months after it started rising in May. The 114th meeting of the MPC of the Bank of Ghana is expected to decide on steps to ensure financial and economic stability. Dominating the MPC meeting will be the policy rate decision aimed at taming inflation and ensuring price stability. In sports, Ghana Black Queens recorded a resounding 7-0 mauling of Rwanda in the first leg of the 2024 Women's Africa Cup of Nations qualifier, WAFCON, at the Kigali Pele Stadium on Wednesday. The Black Queen size dominated the game from the onset with a spirited performance in both halves as they brushed aside the She Amavubis in the first leg. A second-minute goal from Doris Buedua set, set the tone for um, afternoon before Evelyn Bedou doubled the lead with a sumptuous strike in the ninth minute after latching on a pass from Grace Echampong. Frisla Adubia got the third of the afternoon with a header on the 30th minute. After the break, Alice Kusi scored the fourth goal of the game for the Black Queens on the 53rd minute before Evelyn Bedou delivered a beautiful strike in the 64th minute to get Ghana's fifth goal of the game. Jennifer Kujo missed the penalty on the 65th minute, but Anastasia Echan made it 6 for the Queens with a long-range strike on the 75th minute. Anastasia grabbed her second a few minutes later as the Black Queens rounded it up with 7-0 win against their Rwandan partner. The return fixture is scheduled for Crossport Stadium Tuesday, September 26, 2023. In showbiz, the seeming rival between dancehall Atisha Tawale and Stoneboy has been rekindled following a misunderstanding over the booking of a Crossport Stadium for their respective shows this December. It is recalled that in earlier September, Shatawale announced December 25 for his Freedom Wave concert. In a flyer posted on social media, it mentioned a number of events which would kick off on Wednesday, December 20 and climax on December 25. However, earlier this week, Stoneboy also announced that his yearly beam concert would hold at the Crossport Stadium on December. Perhaps not too happy with the turn of event, the Kakai hitmaker took to social media to vent his frustration at the new development and to similarly call out Stoneboy and his team for trying to sabotage his show with Medical, which has been holding at the Crossport Stadium in the last two years. In a Facebook Live video Tuesday, the Kakai hitmaker insinuated that the authorities of the stadium had been influenced to permit Stoneboy's concert to hold three days before his with rapper medical. He indicated that he cannot use less than three days to do a good setup at the stadium. Hence, the authorities had previously told his team that it took three days to get a good production setup for a concert at the stadium. And so we're quite confused at the decision of the same stadium authorities granting Stoneboy the permission 
to host his concert on December 22nd. However, in a report by the media, it stated that Professor Peter Chumesi, Director General of the National Sports Authority, disclosed that they had several meetings with both parties and they agreed to their conditions. In the same report, it also mentioned that Chief Abiola, the road manager of Stoneboy, had assured in an interview that their team was ready to collaborate with Shotawale with regards to some logistics to ease the labor on setting up for the Freedom Wave concert, but Shatawale rejected the offer. Interestingly, Professor Peter Chumesi had mentioned in an interview with spectators online that the legal department of his outfit was yet to sign a contract with both Shatawale and Stoneboy. And that's it with the Daybreak News on Ghana Talks Radio. Don't forget to log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us, Ghana Talks Radio, on all social media platforms. You can also download the GTR app from your App Store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awin Temi Akansukum. I say thanks so much for making time. Have a good morning. Get it big. Get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio.